Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Glad you could make it. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dancefish.com. And this is our live stream. We do this every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. For those of you that might be new or might have just found us, um, thanks for being here. Looks like, let me just check stream health. We're good. Um, could someone just let me know if my microphone is okay? Last week, I got through about 10 minutes of the live stream before I saw that people had been commenting that my microphone was popping, and I had to fix that. So the first, like, 10 minutes was not great audio-wise. So before I get too far, I just want to make sure that the audio is okay. So if you guys could chime in on that, that would be great. Let me switch to live chat. Before I forget, check deep voice. You've got a weird pitch. I do. Dang it. Dang it. Hang on. Let me fix the audio. Is that good? Oh, audio is good, people are saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> How's that? Deep voice again, huh? Okay, I think that popping and weird voice too sounds good. Deep voice, hang on. Let's see, those were old comments. Low tone still. Okay, hang on. Just give me one second. Okay, did that fix it? Oh, it's good. Oh, it was good before. Okay. Okay, great. Great, great, great. All right. I don't know. I like restarted the computer. I checked everything was plugged in correctly and everything uh, before I started the live stream at all. And um, yeah, not sure, uh, not sure what made it do that again, unless you guys were just punking me. <laughs> were you guys just punking me? I won't know until I read the comments later tonight. But if you were, haha, hope you had fun. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, we're going to go on then. Thanks for bearing with me. I just didn't want to get through like another 10, 15 minutes of jumbled, horrible audio before I realized it was okay. So here's the docket. Here's the list of what we're doing today. Um, we're going to go over the giveaway. Thanks to Just One More Fish for sponsoring that. I'll tell you about how the Florida talk went on Saturday, tell you what I got in, got some cool stuff in, tell you about shipping, how that went this week so far, um, and I've got a whole bunch of new stuff coming available a little later this week. So folks are asking um, when certain fish are going to become available, I'll let you know, and then we'll get to your questions and comments. So. If this is your first time here, I'm happy to answer any questions or comments. If you just make them at symbol dance fish, select the dance fish option when it pops up, um, then it'll highlight for me. And that's how I know you want to talk to me and you're not just having a nice chat with everyone else in the group. Um, and that'll draw my attention to your comment. So um, that's the docket for the day. Let's start with the giveaway. The giveaway tonight is sponsored by Just One More Fish. As we know him, it's Just One More Fish with Josh. Josh has um, very kindly pitched in on several live streams and given fish or plants to accentuate the giveaways. And um, he reached out to me after, uh, after Sparky's Tropicals 
sponsored last week and was like, hey, maybe I'll actually officially do one. So we got him in on time. And so this, he's providing, Josh from Just One More Fish is providing the fish for tonight. Uh, This is his store up here. Um, So if you're interested in looking at more of his stuff, this is what he has available at the moment. Some neat shrimp, some um, botanicals and plants, and some sulfur head cichlids at this time. Looks like some inverts as well. So check him out because he is kindly um, providing the fish for the giveaway tonight, which are a pair of purple Moscow guppies. Uh, The picture of the guppy on the thumbnail was provided by him. So I'm assuming that's one of his breeders or one of the actual fish uh, that he'll be providing. And your choice of uh, shrimp. And I'm not sure what all the shrimp options are, um, but I will let you and Josh figure that out. I see blue dream shrimp. I see some uh, Sakura red cherry shrimp, some yellow back shrimp, the 24 karat golden yellow back shrimp. And um, there might be some others. I'm not not sure exactly, but purple Moscow guppy pear, a nice quality pear from the looks of it, and then some shrimp on top of it. So, Josh, thanks so much for doing that. To enter tonight in the chat, enter hashtag just one more fish. So the name of Josh's store, just one more fish, is the hashtag that will enter you. All you have to do is put that in the comments. It doesn't matter if it's capitalized or whatever, but there's no spaces. Just one more fish, all one word, so to speak, no spaces, hashtag in front. And later on tonight, we'll do a random drawing using Nightbot. And if you win, all you have to do is email me, dan at dancefish.com with your first and last name. Um, And I will forward that along with your email address to Josh. And you guys can figure out the shipping details, the dates, when you'll ship, and what the address is, and all that stuff. So that's how we do it. So you don't have to pay for anything. Josh is covering shipping. Um, On the giveaways here, it's always completely free, the products and the shipping and everything. We never are doing a thing where we're like, you want a guppy? Shipping's $100. You know, nothing like that ever happens. So there's no skin off your back. All you have to do is type in that hashtag. So Josh, thanks again for sponsoring that. It's been really neat to see people doing that. I think Bob Kaler kind of started that trend uh, from Kaler's Aquatics. And um, some other people have um, every now and then jumped in on the giveaways kind of unofficially. And then last week we um, had Sparky's Tropicals. This week we had have just one more fish. And to me, the reason it's really cool is A, then I don't have the expense of providing the giveaway and the shipping myself, which I usually front. Um, so it's nice to not have to pay that for sure. But mainly to me, it just is a sign that we have a healthy community here, that people are excited, that they want to pitch in, that they um, want to be part of it all when people offer to provide stuff for the giveaway. So that's that's what gets me really excited. Just I see it as a barometer, if you will, for the health of our community. Um, As those of you that were here last week know, I gave a talk at the Gold Coast, um, I think it's Gold Coast Aquarium Club or Aquarium Society or something like that um, in Florida on Saturday. And the topic was shipping fish. So I met with a whole bunch of really cool people, was able to talk with them about that, answer the questions. It went really well. I've kind of got that presentation down. So it's pretty solid. Um, 
And so for those of you that attended, thank you so much for being there. It was great to see you. And if anyone is here and has any follow-up questions from that presentation, I'd be, I'd be happy to answer them as we go through the stream tonight. Um, and thanks again for inviting me. It's always a pleasure. I've never said no when an aquarium club wanted a lecture or anything like that. I'm, I'm happy to a presentation. I'm, I'm thrilled to help with that. Aquarium clubs have helped me tons throughout the years, especially when I was younger and first getting started. And uh, I really miss them. I don't have, I don't live in a big city. I live in a tiny little state. I don't have aquarium clubs around me. And so um, it's really nice to participate in them every now and then. <laughs> All right. So the next thing is the shipment report. So um, the last, everything's been going really well. Um, I did have one report of one possible problem, which was, of all the stuff that went out, everything did great, except for someone got back to me and said that two of the um, Roseline Sharks, Denison Barbs, Roseline Barbs, Torpedo Barbs, whatever you want to call them, Sahayadra Denisoni, um, were struggling when they arrived. I sent out a lot of them, and almost everyone did fine, but two of them, um, I think I sent this person four, two of the four were struggling. So I responded and said, you know, let me know if they recover or if they're, if they succumb and, and I'll take care of it. I haven't heard back. So I'm not sure if they recovered and are fine or if the stress was too much, um, and they passed away. I don't know yet, but that's, uh, that's the report. Almost everything did fine. We shipped out hundreds of fish this week. Um, Pistol and I were very busy. It was a late night packing Sunday and Saturday and Monday. Um, and then a new import came on Tuesday. So it's, been, it's just been crazy. But um, I usually I like to report 100% arrived alive and stayed alive as far as I know. This week, almost everyone did okay, but there were two that were iffy. So that's the report for this week. And I like giving this weekly report because it keeps me honest. It keeps me from uh, taking shortcuts. If I know that I have to get in front of you every week and say, this is what happened, then it just keeps me doing my best. And it keeps me honest because if I said, everyone did fine, and three of you are like, no, all my fish died, you would put it in the comments, right? <laughs> and so it's a very transparent way for me to let you know how it's going and keep me and Pistol and um, everyone here I say that because my wife and kids help out and some other people help out sometimes um, motivated and, and it's a, it's a good way to check in. So, um, and that's what keeps us going. Our is the communication with our customers. Yes. Everything was great. We're thrilled. That's usually what we get. I like, <clears throat> I love checking my feedback and I love customer reports because almost always they're very positive. So um, I don't dread them. I look forward to them and I want to continue operating in a way that that's the case. So that's the shipment report. The import report, let me just tell you what we got in this week. I was expecting to get some things in uh, Saturday. That didn't happen. They didn't arrive till Tuesday, but it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't like they were sitting in an airport in a bag just because flights were delayed. It's just that the supplier's um, didn't send stuff out till a, a couple days after I thought they were going to We had So that happens sometimes. So it wasn't the kind of delay where the fish are in the bag for extra days or anything like that. Um, 
So let me tell you what came in. Um, got some gold white clouds. I was hoping to get long fin, but I can't find any gold long fin white clouds. So I can find regular long fin and I can find gold, but not the two together. Uh, haven't been able to for a little while. So I was finally like, okay, well, pond season is going to get away from me if I don't get them soon. So I just got a bunch of gold ones in and they look great. They look fantastic. I think there's 250 of them, not a sick one, not any that died or were struggling. They look fantastic. Rhinogobius yaushinensis. Um, as they're coloring up, I'm thinking they might actually be um, what we used to call wu-lai, the white cheek goby. I won't know for a little while as they settle in and color up. Got some of those in. Um, those were struggling. The bag came in a little cloudy. There were a couple down in the bag. I'm hoping the ones that arrived alive will recover and do well. I'm doing my best with them. Really excited because I got some sparkling orange Madaka rice fish in, and they look fantastic. Again, not a deformity that I've seen, no one's struggling. They look fantastic. So unless I really screw things up, in a couple of weeks I should have some fantastic orange sparkled, what do they call them? Sparkled orange. So they're orange and then they have iridescent scales on them. Uh, scattered around the body. Should have some nice rice fish ready to go. Also got some platinum white Madaka rice fish. Completely different suppliers than last time. And same case, everyone came in looking great. No one looks deformed. No one looks struggling. I, I got them in the bag. They looked fine. Put them in the tank. They were like, huh? Like they didn't even notice. It seemed like I, I almost feel like I could ship them today. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to wait for two weeks, but they came in great shape. So excited to finally have some rice fish that came in looking good. Um, so I think I might have found a good supplier for rice fish. Got some blue rams, uh, German blue rams. Folks ask me for rams all the time, just like discus. And I've resisted just because of their um, special requirements. But they're fish I like a ton, a ton. And I sold all the discus out of one of the discus tanks. And so I had a tank that was nice and hot. And so I went ahead and got some. They came in looking great. They individually bagged every one of them, which blew my mind um, that they would do that. And every one of them that I unbagged and put in the tank is still looking great. So they aren't, it, it's obvious they aren't really used to prepared foods yet, like flakes and pellets and, and stuff like that, rapashi. They've kind of nibbled at stuff, but haven't eaten voraciously yet. I've been kind of giving them baby brine shrimp uh, to, to get them make sure they don't lose weight, but they look good. They're going to be great. Okay. I got to hurry or this will take forever. Um, platinum parrots. Um, the, I tried some a couple weeks ago. They came in, the bag was super cloudy, smelled so strongly of ammonia. There were only a couple still alive. This was a shipment that was delayed till Thursday. Usually fish come in on Monday. Now with COVID, often on Tuesday. But if you can imagine big parrot cichlids all in a bag and, and they're delayed that long, they didn't do well. But it um, it looked to me like the strain was really nice and that the problem was just that there had been that horrible delay, not that the fish were bad. So I went ahead and tried again, brought in a new group. Um, they arrived in the bag wasn't super cloudy or anything, um, but they aren't doing great. They look like they're struggling. So I'm, I'm trying my best. I know some of you folks have asked for them. That's why I got them for uh, Scott Backer and some other customers that have asked for them. Um, I'm trying. 
And if these don't do well, I probably won't order them again until I find another supplier, uh, just because I, I don't want to keep ordering fish that aren't going to do well. It's not fair to the fish. Um, really excited. Got some Corydoras, or they're not Corydoras, Scleromastics Barbatus in. Got some Corydoras. Okay, this one's hard for me. Steptentrionalis. It's the horse face quarry, northern horse face quarry. Steptentrionalis, I think. Um, got some gobies in. They're, they appear to be uh, Ikea, the blue belly goby. Some pygmaeus, Corydoras pygmaeus. And these. Let me show you these. Okay, I don't know if they're going to show up real well. Let's see. Hopefully they're showing up. If not, those are Corydoras Weitzmanii. I've been wanting to get them for a long time. Let me turn off these lights now that I showed them to you. So we don't have so much glare, just a moment. Okay, there we go. I've been wanting to get Weitzmanii for a long time, and there's a lot of people that have been asking for them, but I've hesitated because for a while I couldn't find a good Corridor supplier. I've been looking for a couple of years now to find a Corridor supplier that seemed to be um, good, that the fish came in and were generally hardy and robust and I could be confident moving onto my customers. That's been a struggle, but I, I found that supplier. And so for the last little while, I've been testing them out, getting a few different ones, seeing how they do. All the reports from the customers in general are that they're doing great. And so I went ahead and bit the bullet and got Barbatus and Weitzman I. Um, I've shied away just because I don't want to buy a whole bunch of really expensive quarries from suppliers that I know are iffy. So now that I found someone good, I went ahead and did it. I'm happy to report no DOAs, went right in, acted totally normal, started eating right away. In fact, that tank that I put them in is a blackworm culture. So they're literally living in a blackworm culture and they couldn't be happier. So I'm really excited about those quarries. So that's what came in. Um, I also have some some Corridors Adolfoii that came in a week ago or so, and they're okay, but they, I lost one yesterday, and then I lost one today. And so I'm trying some, to make sure, it'll be a little while before I sell them, I guess is what I'm saying. They've been okay. They've been eating okay, but they haven't seemed as like robust and active as, as I expect quarries to be. So the Adolfoi um, that I've had about a week will be waiting on. Um, but here, for those that have been asking, here is what will be released on Friday. That'll be two weeks. Here's what's doing really well um, and will be ready on Friday. Again, I don't know that I'll be able to have really nice pictures and everything by Friday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post them all up without pictures and just do a quick video tour of each one and, and put that up so you can at least see them in video. And then as time frees up, um, hopefully by the end of next week, I'll have pictures of all the fish that I've been listing without pictures at dancefish.com. But here they are. So and I'm going to be pretty quick about this. Red lizards. Corridor's Rebaudi. This is not a Rebaudi. This is not a Rebaudi. This is a Rebaudi. So are these. This, yeah, so they're kind of like a skunk quarry. Um, oops, I just shut one down without meaning to. Don't know what that was. Okay. Um, 
some Bolivian Rams, some Epistogramma agazizii, just normal, which is, these look like fire red to me, is more like this. This is kind of like the natural, normal Epistogramma agazizii. Um, then, sorry, um, some Epistogramma agazizii double reds, some Epistogramma agazizii fire reds, some um, African butterfly cichlids, Pandagara, Fundalopanchax gardneri. The batch is doing fantastic. I have tons of eggs from them. Um, these are the blue belly gobies, the Ikea. Okay, let me make sure I'm not skipping anything. Then some neon, blue neon gobies. Uh, these are the saltwater kind. This is the kind that I have. Some more Celestial Pearl Danios, for those that have been asking about Celestial Pearl Danios. Corridor Sturbi, uh, new batch, same as the old batch, same supplier and everything, doing great, and will be ready Friday. Sudamugo Furcatus, cheerleader, blue eyes is what I like to call them. That's not their real name, but they look like cheerleaders with their little yellow pom-poms. <laughs> Sudamugo Luminatus. The best batch I've ever seen of this fish. Like, they're great. They're large, they're robust, they're great. Golden Wonders and Tenopoma Leaf Fish. So, I'm not going to be too long and dwell on any of those because um, more info will be listed at dancefish.com when they're all listed on Friday. But for those that are asking, that's what's coming available. I know some of you um, want some fish that haven't come available, like the Adolfoii, like the Koi Swordtails, um, and things like that. But they're just not ready yet. Like those Koi Swordtails are really struggling. And I'm trying hard to figure out what I what to do to help them. I've tried external parasites. Right now they're on medicated food with uh, Metro and Prozzi in it. See if it's an internal thing that does not appear to be helping. So next I will try medicated food with, uh, with antibiotics in it. Um, after a couple more days, see if that works. But the, the point is, I know there's some fish that I'm not listing. I'm sorry for those that are waiting for them, but I'm, I'm just don't list them until they're, they appear to be rock solid and, and they're just not. Okay, so that's, that's it, I think. The last thing I want to say before, um, well, there's two more things before we get to questions and comments. The first is I told you guys a while ago that I was going to start using more medicated foods and I tried a flake that I bought online and it didn't appear to have much effect. And I noticed as I fed the flake that I put the flake in the, the tank and immediately I would see salts precipitate off the flake and just fall off. So my, my thesis is <laughs> my theory is that Yes, there's flake, there's medicine on the flakes, but the moment it hits the water, just dissolves almost immediately and falls off the flakes. And so even though I was feeding it, it didn't appear to have any effect. I tried that for a few months, didn't see much effect. Now I've ended up making rapashi with my own medicines and mixing it in and feeding it around. And I'm seeing a bit of an effect. Um, it's still too early to have anything real concrete, but here's what happened. I got in, as a lot of you know, a batch of um, yellow honey gouramis about, it must be three months now. 
And I've never listed them for sale because they've always been shaky. Like every few days, one will go down. And I've dosed the water column with uh, antiparasite medicines, metronidazole with ICX, things like that. I've tried the different medicated flake foods, thinking, hey, maybe they need some antibiotics and hoping that the flakes would do that. No effect. I haven't seen anything work. But I mixed some prosy and some metro, so that's prosiquantanol and metronidazole powder into a batch of rapashi that I made. And I've been feeding that and that for a week. And within, so the first day I fed it, there was still a loss. But since then, I haven't seen any losses. And they've perked up and they're starting to act more like I think Garami should. So they've got, uh, I'm going to do those 10 days. They've got about three more days before I quit the dose. And then I'm going to wait a couple weeks just to, make sure that they're actually okay. But so far, again, it's early. It's only been about a week. So it's too early to tell for sure. But so far, I'm hopeful. It looks like there's been an effect. And this is the first thing I've tried. And I've been trying for three months <laughs> to get this batch of fish to work. Um, this is the first thing I've tried that I think, oh, you know what? This appears to maybe actually be working. So I'll finish the dose. Um, I'll wait a couple weeks and then based on that, they might actually be ready to sell. I do have some um, yellow honey garamis for sale right now, but they're a different batch that I got later from a different supplier since I couldn't get that original batch healthy. But So that's the report and I'll keep you guys updated um, as to how that goes, but it appears to be working at least for one fish. It's not working for those koi sword tails. So I'm about to switch into uh, antibiotics for them and see if that makes a difference. But, you know, if they have a virus, nothing I do is going to make a difference. So, you know, but anyway, that's, that's the report. All right. So I've been a little long winded. It's been about half an hour of me gabbing. Sorry about that. For those that are new tonight's live stream, uh, the giveaway for tonight's live stream is provided by just one more fish. We know, Lovingly, as just one more fish with Josh. Um, here is his store. So if you go to getgills.com and you click on stores, then his is one of the stores that will show up. You can click on that and see all his stuff. Um, it's right down here. Ta-da! All right. So Josh has provided a pair of purple Moscow guppies and your choice of shrimp. So um, thanks, Josh, for doing that. And for those that are just joining, that's what the giveaway is. And to enter the giveaway tonight, it's hashtag just one more fish, all one word, caps or not, doesn't matter. All right, let's get to your questions and comments. So I'm going <laughs> candy overhauls a little long-winded. <laughs> okay, a lot long-winded. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're going to break into questions and comments just one second here let me organize a couple things so i can have my water closer to me since i know i'm gonna need it since i'm a little long-winded and uh all right so speaking of candy overhauls i'd like to thank my mods thanks so much for being here um honestly i haven't kept any my eye on chat at all since I heard audio was okay. So I'm not sure exactly who's here, but Canada's Aquatics is here and Candy Overholes is here helping out, um, moderating the stream. So thanks so much, you two, 
for doing that. There's Punchy Paints. Hey, hope you're doing okay. Pam, did you get totally hammered with that snowstorm? Um, it's June here in July. In July. It's June here in uh, Wyoming. Sorry. And um, most of you are enjoying great summer weather, but we got hammered. It like shut the freeway down. It was crazy. So <laughs> it can snow all year long here sometimes. We've had snow every month of the year at some point or another. So anyway, hope you're doing well with all that. And um, yeah, thanks to my mods. I really appreciate you. Okay, questions and comments. I remembered to be in live chat earlier. That's good. So hopefully, here we go. Punchy paints, but we need snow in June. Who needs friends when you have snow in June? Yeah, not just a little snow, like a full-on blizzard. Complete with crazy wind. That was something else. <laughs> Richter Belmont, for example, I won. How can I get the Gumpy and Shrimp? I live in the Philippines. Okay, so Richter, unfortunately, you have to be in the United States to win. Um, well, not to win. You have to be in the United States to receive what you won. If you win and you're outside the United States and you want to um, re-gift what you won to someone else in the United States, then we can do that. So if you have a friend or family member or whatever that lives in the United States and they would like whatever you won, then just email me, Dan at Dan's Fish, with their contact information and um, I'll get in touch with them and send it to them instead of to you. So I'm sorry just with how the the postal system works and all that stuff and the different permits and, and all the regulations. Um, I can only, giveaways are only sent within the United States. Yeah. Let's see here. And also you have to be present to win. So if we do the drawing and you're not here when the drawing's won, when the drawing is drawn, sorry, when you win, um, then we just draw someone else. Cool. The other female epistogram of cockatoides spawned again, but I have dithers. I think my excuse for MTS is how much epistos spawn. Thanks again for replying to my email and chat. Have a good one. Hey, you're welcome, Cole. I'm happy to, happy to help out when I can. And I think I'm all caught up on email now. Um, actually, there's a customer in Hawaii that I still need to get back to. Sorry, you know who you are. <laughs> I'm working on it. I haven't had. So Saturday, I gave a lecture at, uh, to the fish club. I gave a presentation. Then on top of that, I had to do all my normal shipping stuff. Did all that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and there were a lot of fish to go out. We were busy. And then Tuesday, had the import come. So since Friday of last week, it's been super crazy. So I, I apologize that I didn't get back to you yet. You know who you are in Hawaii. Um, I will get back, but I think I've caught up to everyone else. Sorry if my uh, replies since Friday were, have taken a little longer than normal. It's just been crazy. And if you've left a comment on YouTube in the last little while, I'm way behind. I started trying to catch up today. Um, tomorrow, I hope to get into that a little more. But I do like to respond. I like to interact with you guys. I like to um, help out when I can. Just please be a little patient um, as I try to manage everything going on. James Handy, how are you shipping? USPS yet? No, James, I don't have any plans going back to USPS. As long as my deal with FedEx remains, I'm going to stick with it. And the reason is, is despite all the prep and all the packing and everything, um, I can definitely get fish to people alive and in good health 
via USPS. In fact, more than 99% of the fish I send that way end up arriving alive and, and doing fine. However, it's still more stressful to the fish than just being in the bag overnight, right? So I'm trying to decide what's best for the fish in my firm belief. And I, I know there's, I know there's different situations everywhere, but my belief is that what's best for the fish is best for the customer. Weird thing to say, but let me explain it. Um, what I try to do is everything I can to get to the, the fish to the customers in the best shape possible, the least stress possible, the least exposure to ammonia possible, all those things. So when I do that, the fish just do better for the customers, which means customers are happy, which means they stay in the hobby. They don't get frustrated and burn out because all their fish are dying, right? That happens to a lot of people. Also, they're excited. They're telling their friends about it and all these things. So it, it's, it's not like we're a cult. Okay, we're a little bit of a cult, us fish nerds, but um, it's not like we're like trying to get everyone in, but it's a win for every one of us when someone comes in the hobby and stays in the hobby versus comes in the hobby and gets out immediately and tells everybody, oh man, I tried fish and they're horrible. They all died in a week. They stank. You know, we, we want the opposite effect. And the reason that that's better for everyone is the more people that we have, the more density we have, um, then the more products are developed because there's more economic benefit for companies to develop products. And all these things um, kind of spiral out from the hobby growing. So even though shipping's rather expensive overnight via FedEx, I think the cheapest is what, $29.50? Um, and I understand that and I, I realize that can be an issue. I think overall, it's better for the hobby, it's better for the industry that I'm trying to grow instead of this constant cycle of churn because fish die for everyone. Um, and, and I just think it's better and more humane for the fish. If they can be in the bag one night and be at your place that morning, or in some cases, you know, later that afternoon, if you live far away from a, a central distribution point um, versus being in the bag for two, three, sometimes four days, um, two, three days is very common with priority. Four days is not uncommon. And it's working so well that I'm, I'm sticking with it. So that's the reason I never like charging people a lot for shipping. Um, but I'm trying to do what's best for not just me and not just a customer, but for the thing at large as we try to grow it and sustain it. I've been missing some super chats. Chattanooga Ed throwing down five bucks without even punching me in the face with a fox cat. <laughs> I didn't even have to get a black eye. Five bucks for the, for the five-star service that I receive every time from Dan's Fish off of Get Gills. Hey, thanks Chattanooga Ed. Um, I do my best. Again, uh, this, this weekend and the weekend before, um, Instead of being able to respond within 24 hours, sometimes it's been 48 hours or so, but I'm, I'm doing my best and I'm glad it's noticed. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. And I hope all the fish are still doing well that I sent you. The fish tank barn. 
99 cent turd, uh, because apparently I am Bob Steenfot. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Wyoming Adventures. Hey, Sheila, thanks for the two bucks and for the coral. Um, Sheila, Wyoming Adventures, had a, a bunch of crushed coral that she didn't need, and she was kind enough to give it to me because I use it every time I import anything that likes hard water. So grateful for that. And Moonstone Aquatics throwing down five bucks. Um, what's that say? Be the mentor. Be kind to newbies. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, don't be the fish police is another way to put it, right? Um, when people do things that like we have the reaction of like, oh, that's horrible. They don't know it's horrible. They don't need to be lectured. They need to be um, supported and helped, right? So I absolutely agree, Moonstone. And you know what? I think this community does that. There's lots of newbies in here. And this is the best community I've seen when it comes to lack of drama, trying to help people out, it being about the community instead of the individual. Um, and I don't mean just here dance fish like my community. I don't mean that. I mean the fish fam in general. Um, I think we do a great job. And that's one reason um, why I will be forever grateful to Corey from Aquarium Co-op and KG Tropicals and uh, the other folks that kind of, um, I don't want to say started this, but in a way kind of set the tone for this, right? If Corey had come out and, um, and, and been full of drama. Okay. There's a little drama, right? Fluval's tripping, all that stuff, but it's fun. Like, but if he'd come out and not set that tone and if John Elise had come out and not set that kind of tone, we'd have a completely different community, I think. But because that tone was set early on, um, I think we have one of the most fantastic groups of people ever. So, all right, enough, like enough adoring ourselves, but truly it's, it's amazing. And no matter what Corey or Cajun Tropicals do, whether I agree or disagree or whatever, um, that fact alone is invaluable. And other folks did too. So if you're one of those people that helped start this whole thing, um, and I didn't mention your name, I'm sorry. But Rockford Fishkeeping. Discus are still doing great. Kick myself in the butt for not buying more than two. I'm glad to hear that, um, that they're doing well. I did add a few here. There's a blue diamond over here, a blue turquoise. Um, a red melon, another blue turquoise, and a brown in there. So I, I liked them too, so much that I decided to keep a few. Um, I know you can't see them real well in that tank with the lighting down like it is. And I am worried about that red melon, to tell you the truth, just because it appears that the blue diamond and the blue turquoise have probably paired off, and she's the odd one out. So they're kind of... I don't want to say they're picking on her, but they're kind of picking on her like discus do. So, but I'm glad yours are doing well. Um, that was a good group of discus I got in. I have to say, I was really happy with them and hope they're doing well for everyone that bought them. And that's always nice to hear. Rockford Fishkeeping, would you be interested in jewel cichlid teenagers about an inch or so? I personally would, like if I wasn't running a business, um, and I was able to do what I truly love, which is just breed fish, um, I would be like, yes, because they're so fun to breed and things like that. But um, from a business standpoint, probably not. Um, I love that fish, but they're not something 
that I feel like I can really uh, profit off here at dancefish.com. But I so appreciate the offer. Um, and again, one of my favorite fish. It's not something that works. As a hobbyist, yes. As a business owner, no. Mia's Weird Life had a message deleted by a mod. Mia, are you acting up? What you doing? I'll read it later. <laughs> don't be acting up too much. They don't just delete comments. They ban people too. Veranda Guy, hey! Well, hello right back at you. Kayla's Aquatics, how big are the platinum parrots? Mine are silver dollar size and super slow growing, if at all. What's that? Maybe two and a half inches or so, or so, something like that. They're not real big right now. Um, and I'm not sure how big the Platinums get, to tell you the truth. I mean, I'm pretty darn sure they have Convict in them, which adds a whole different size element than uh, Sevrum and Midas and stuff like that. So, yep, two inches maybe, two and a half-ish. I just hope they do well. Um, yeah. If not, it just means this this supplier and I don't agree. Uh, this supplier's fish doesn't agree with my fish tanks. <laughs> and so I'll have to hunt for somewhere else. W Love, Dance Fish, did you get Montezuma's in? I did not, but I did get in. Um, uh, oh, what's the... A wild form of Helleride that's location-specific out of the Greg Sage line. And then, um, hang on, let me show you. Is it Phosphorus? Uh, Zephophorus Kalamani Katamako from Katamako. So location-specific Zephophorus. Here is um, a decent picture. Here's the fish I got in. So I do have two wild-type swordtails right now. The Hellerai, I don't remember off the top of my head which location they are, but they'll be listed very soon. In fact, there are some other fish I didn't mention. I was just reading the import list, um, but I have some, um, you guys are going to laugh, some Lamprologus multifasciatus, the little shell dweller. I love them to death, that fish. People have been asking me over and over if I will get them, and several folks have reached out and said, I have some, would you like some? And I've always said no because my water is, is very soft and often acidic. Um, but there was um, someone who sent me fish. They sent me some plecos, and they sent me some uh, electric blue acaras. And in the box, they sent me a whole bunch of Lamprologus multifasciatus. So even though I said no to everyone because I was afraid they'd do bad in my water, I ended up with some anyway. Um, and I'm kind of glad I did because they're doing fantastic. So I have six pairs of those that I'll be listing. I have um, some Dumbo Ear Panda Guppies pairs that I'll be listing. They're the LRB strain. Um, I'm missing some stuff. I'm forgetting some stuff. Um, I have some other stuff, too, that I've got from hobbyist breeders that um, I'll be listing as well. So I didn't get Montezumes in, unfortunately. I wish I had. But I did get some cool wild-type swordtails. And by the way, location specific, um, and we know the lineage. Greg Sage for the Hellerai, and Rusty Wetzel for the, um, was it Kalamani or Kalamaki or uh, the, the other ones, <laughs> the copper, the bronze swords. Um, Aishan AS looking for Hemicronus Exul. What's that? 
I don't know my cichlids super well, my African cichlids, so let's just look at this fish. Hemicronus exul. Never heard of this one. Oh, jewel cichlid. Okay. Um, well, you're in luck because it sounds like Rockford Fishkeeping has jewel cichlids. I don't know which species, but uh, maybe you two could uh, work something out. I like jewel cichlids, but I tend to avoid them just because here's what happens with jewel cichlids in, in a scenario where you're, you're in my scenario. So get a big group, put them in a tank, right? Because volume really matters when you're trying to sell fish as a business. It doesn't make sense to just put a couple fish in a tank, right? The tank has to earn its keep. So you do that. Great. Everyone's fine for a couple days. But they're jewel cichlids. So in a couple days, a pair forms. As soon as that pair forms, all hell breaks loose because that pair becomes super vicious and suddenly you have a bloodbath in that tank, right? So that, that's the reason that, that I can't get them um, just because I have to get a big number of them and they have to all be in a tank together and they don't do that well once they pair off. But... If you in Rockford can make a deal and you can get a, a pair or two, then that'll work. Or juveniles, a group, and then grow them out, end up with a couple pairs, pass the rest to someone else. They're a great fish. I just, in my setup, it doesn't work. And I'm not a guy that has a setup with lots of different big cichlids and lots of tanks, so I can just put a few here and a few there and mix them in with those or anything like that. So it just doesn't work for me. Just one more fish with Josh. The shrimp for giveaway are the same as on Get Gills. Okay. I have others, but they are not ready yet. So if you want to see the different um, shrimp that Josh will include in the giveaway tonight, along with a pair of purple Moscow guppies, check out um, Just One More Fish at getgills.com. It is right here. So like I said, looks like we have some blue dreams, some um, red Sakura cherry shrimp, and some yellowback shrimp. And I don't think I'm missing any, but... I am me, so it's very possible I did. <laughs> Man, those hemichromas are beautiful, but yeah, it just doesn't work in my, uh, my situation. BQ, do endlers benefit from crushed coral in the tank the way fancy guppies do? Yes, definitely yes. Anytime I bring in uh, endlers, I'll dump in some crushed coral and for sure salt, five grams per liter of salt. That helps them uh, avoid the shakes. You know when you see live berries at the store and they're shimmying? Um, that's often due to a lack of salt or hardness in the water and so there's some osmotic issues going. They're all clamped up in things. One reason I think, I don't know if anyone studied this, I don't know if you could study this, but it makes sense to me that one reason fish clamp is because they're trying to lower their surface area so they have less trouble with osmotic regulation. So um, salt and coral stuff help with that for sure. Mia's weird life. Mia got another comment deleted. What you doing, Mia? Come on. Oh, behave. Gary's Aquatics. Hey, buddy. Sorry I'm late. Just got home from work. How's it going tonight? Good luck, everybody. It's going great, Gary. And glad you could make it. Thanks for being here. Hope work is going well. And as we 
As we open back up, I'm hoping everyone can get back to work and, and be okay. I know it's been rough for a lot of people for the last few months. For me, it's been rough getting fish, but selling fish has been going like gangbusters. Um, so thanks to everyone who's spreading the word, who's, uh, who's buying fish, who's helping out. It's, it's been great. We're on track to do really well this year and have really good numbers so that I can put together a, a, a pitch deck and get the resources necessary to build a, a large warehouse and do this thing right and really make a difference. So thank you all. Dragon Layer, I got a proposition for you. Oh, you shouldn't have. Heiko Blair invited me to go collecting in Cuba in November. There are some awesome killies there. Want to go? Yes, I want to go. Um, and um, I've met Heiko a few times. In fact, I don't know if I ever told you, but I stayed in Heiko's hotel room once. It's a story for a beer. Nothing weird. It's not what you're thinking. <laughs> um, the problem is Dragon Lair is right now all my focus, all my resources and everything are going towards the expansion. I'm, I'm planning on doing a large warehouse expansion coming up. Um, November-ish is the time when I'm going to be hip deep in, uh, in getting all the details of that fleshed out and everything. And so it wouldn't be fair to my investors and the other folks involved um, if I were to, to do something like that until everything's going and up and running and we've got where we need to go. So I would like to, thanks for inviting me. Please keep me in mind for future things because I'm always flattered that I get invited and I always want to go. Um, and there will be times when I can go, but this year is not one of them. The moment I took investment from people, the moment people gave me money to help grow this thing and collect the data I need to expand and all that stuff, everything we're doing, which if you've been following, I'm not saying you haven't, for those that have been following, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I instantly took on greater responsibility for having to make sure that they get their investment back in a timely manner. And so all my focus is going to the business right now, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And one day I'd love to do that. Heck, I would even love to come out to Alabama and just collect the Paint Rock River and some stuff like that. That's that's fantastic. Get some rainbow darters and some rainbow shiners and some fundalus catenatus and some cool sunfish. That would even be fantastic. But I've got to put all that on hold for a little while. I love that stuff. And thanks for inviting me. David Jenkins, what about the female bettas? Oh, yes. Yes. I have a whole bunch of really cool female bettas. Um some when i bought them they were able to show koi galaxy females and they are they're beautiful and some um black dragon metallic females which are beautiful as well they've been ready to go for a while i just got to find time to like make the video so people can see them so david thanks for the nudge it's been on my list for a while the other reason i haven't though is I've got new imports in and I've put those imports in some of the tanks with the female bettas and I kind of wanted to give it a while to make sure there were no issues. Um, as soon as you add a new fish to a tank, your quarantine starts all over again. So female bettas are ready to go, get a new shipment in, um, put some of those fish in the tank with a female betta, right? And then I've got to wait another two weeks before I can list that fish. 
Um, just because if the new fish introduce something, I don't want to be selling her before I know it's safe. So, but yes, David, I need to do that. And sorry for everyone that's been waiting. I know a lot of you've been waiting. And there's some gorgeous, gorgeous fish. And I have some males too. I ordered royal blue females and they sent me males. So I've got a few males to sell as well. And a couple that are left over from the first batch that um, I took down because some people had requested them, but then I never got payment. So I, I need to relist those as well. All right, Sandy. Is it Docty? The GH. Sandy, <laughs> would it be okay for Ahmad to link Sand Creek Aquatics Channel? He was a huge supporter to the fish fam. He passed away a few days ago, and all he ever wanted was to get to 1,000 subs. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that he passed away. Yeah, absolutely, that's okay. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me know. I'm going to have to hang on. I'm going to make a note. I have, I, ha I have to admit, I've been out of touch the last couple of weeks. I haven't watched a lot of videos. I haven't followed up on a lot of the normal like fish fam community news um, just because I've been just crazy busy. I don't know how else to say it. So I'm so sorry I missed that. Thanks for letting me know, Sandy. And of course we can link that. And uh, when this is done, I'm going to, going to, dig into that a little more to see what happened. I'm sorry to hear that. Moonstone Aquatics, maybe the variety is still pretty close, bred and having vigor problems at this point of development. Okay, hang on. Did I miss? Maybe the variety is still pretty close, bred and having vigor problems at this point of development. Moonstone, I know that comment made sense when you left it, but it's been so long since you left it that I don't remember what it was in reference to. So I'm sorry. I'm going to have trouble responding. Um, L flower one stars. How many platies can go into a five gallon tank? Um, okay. I'm going to assume that this is a five gallon tank that is well established. There's not going to be an ammonia or nitrite spike when you put fish in it. Maybe it's got some plants in it to help diffuse, um, some of those toxins diffuse, um, yeah, diffuse, dissipate. Um, so I'm going to assume it's all stable and all good to go, right? I'm going to assume that whoever is putting them in there doesn't overfeed and changes the water, say, once a week, say 25% once a week. All that in consideration, I would probably go with a male in four females or a male in three females maybe or four males or four females um the reason i say that is because one male and four females is great the females aren't going to get stressed um the male isn't going to be fighting other males all the time in an enclosed space so I think that would be fine. You'll get some babies. You'd need somewhere else to raise the babies. Or four males is fine. There's enough of them that any aggression would get spread out, I think, and, and they're not going to overpopulate. And four females is great because, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Crown Tail Half Moon, can you explain measurements of meds, metro, and prosy you use with rapashi and how you fed it? 
Yes. I did some work with my new Walter White Graham scale. Let me bring that up and share it with you. My fish med dosage sheet, and let me just share this. Uh, documents, just take me half a shake here. I'm almost there. Fish meds. Okay. So the dosage I'm using is the dosage I got from the Aquarium Vet Conference. So for Metro, it's 10 milligrams per gram of food for five days. For Prazi, oh, for Prazi, they didn't have actually a, um, a food dose. So I went off the um, manufacturer's instructions for the Prazi, they did have a food dose. What it works out to is this. For metronidazole, PO means orally, one gram metro to 100 grams of food. Then for the Prazi, it's 0.4 grams, four tenths of a gram of Prazi for 100 grams of food. And one cup of Rapashi community dry frozen because I took it out of the freezer when I was weighing it weighs 109 grams so I just round that to 100 grams and uh, put in one gram net of metro per cup and four tenths of a gram prosy per cup of the rapashi I'm just using rapashi community um, what I do is I put some rapashi community into a, a flour sieve put the medicines in, then put the rest of the Rapashi community. So you have like half the Rapashi meds, half the Rapashi. So you're making a medicine sandwich in the sieve. And then I sieve it through, put it back in, sieve it through. And I do that four or five times until that medicine is really well distributed throughout the Rapashi. And then I um, heat the water and make the Rapashi. I, I'm using a thermometer, so I'm not putting boiling water in. I'm putting it in at about, I think the last batch I tried was about 180 degrees Fahrenheit instead of 212. Um, just because I'm trying to use as little heat as possible because I don't want to denature the medicines. Um, so 180 still worked. I believe that's what it was. Don't quote me on that. Um, next time we'll try maybe 160. I'm trying to find what the lowest temperature is of hot water I can use and still make the Rapashi form and then I'll settle there. Now, I'm not a veterinarian. Um, I'm not a healthcare professional for animals or anything like that. So I can't recommend or prescribe anything like that. I wouldn't do that, but that's what I'm doing. And I still have a long ways to go um, tinkering and figuring out the best thing to do. And I don't have a lot of experience with it yet. I've, I've got like a week, okay? And um, so, just bear in mind, that's not the end-all be-all by any means. But the dosage comes from reliable sources. And so that's the way I'm doing it. Oh, and then, okay, so you made the Rapashi, cut it up in little cubes, put those in a Ziploc bag, keep that in the fridge. You have to use the medicated food within a week or so. Um, I'm only making enough meds at a time for like three days and then remaking the batch so they don't go stale, so they don't... Um, yeah, become um, impotent. <laughs> and 
And then I'm just feeding that and nothing else in the fish are eating that. Yep. Rockford Fishkeeping, have you tried Polyguard from Seachem? It is a good med that won't mess up your filter and the dosage is great. One tiny spoon for every 10 gallons. Um, I haven't tried it. I've looked into it and I forget the active ingredient. Um, let me see. What is the active ingredient? Let me look that up. Polyguard. Active ingredients. Sulfa, malachite green, nitro. Yeah, that would work. Although I'm I'm here to tell you this will screw up your filter. Nitrofurazone. Um, those nitro I've the sol whenever I've used sulfa or nitrofurazone medicines or deriv derivatives, um, they've always killed my filter. So um, just because they kill gram-negative bacteria, and that's what you have in your filter. That's what's oxidizing your ammonia and your nitrites. So if you've been able to use it and your filter hasn't died, that's great. I'm, but um, anytime anything has a nitrofurazone kind of medicine, a gram, <laughs> a medicine in it that kills gram-negative bacteria, there's still um, a high probability, if not a guarantee, that if you use it in enough, a high enough dose to actually kill um, bacterial infections in your fish, that it, it might it's, it might kill your filter. So that's my thoughts on that. Uh, I've never tried it though, but it sounds like it's a mix of sulfa and nitro um, in there. But as far as antibiotics go, nitrofurazone and canamycin are still working super well. Um, so I haven't had the need to switch. And I should also say that I didn't dig real deep into those compounds. Um, it looked to me like a sulfa derivative and a nitrofurazone derivative, but I'd have to dig deeper to know if in fact that's the case. They might be something totally different, in which case everything I said is totally wrong. <laughs> and what I said is just a gut reaction. I haven't dug, I haven't really dug. Um, flower one stars, do you have any fishes in ponds? I've got a hundred gallon pond, just a tote that I used to uh, use to age water in. Um, it's all insulated and stuff. And every spring I'm like, I'm going to set this up this spring. I was going to set it up just to culture scuds in the last few springs. It's just been too busy. So I, I have one. It's just sitting out dry. It's upside down. Um, so nope, not at this time. I like them. I've done them before, but, um, I don't know the time right now, but I wish I did. Ponds are awesome. Little patio ponds and stuff are awesome. T-shot. One week old, a pistol fry, 10 gallon with parents. Cool. I'm letting it ride like that. What do I feed them in a 10 gallon? And when do I start? I have Java moss in there. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. With the pistos, I always use baby brine shrimp and it works every time. Um, there could be a species of a pisto that is maybe too small to start on baby brine shrimp. But if there is, I haven't run into it. I haven't bred anything super rare though. Um, but as far as I can tell your typical like cockatoides, agazizias, borreliais, McMaster eyes, um, kind of the ones that we see regularly in the hobby. Baby brine shrimp works great. Uh, steel blues. So that's what I would use. Baby brine shrimp works just reliably. It's just good. Poke Tile Craft 101. Hey, I'm late today. Well, off to the principal's office with you. <laughs> uh, that was, I was just pointing in case you're wondering what that was. <laughs> um, 
I could make, um, glad I could make it at least me too. I'm just joking. Glad to have you here. Um, how has shipping fish been? Any delays? I'm about to order fish and I'm curious to know if there's been delays. I haven't experienced delays in all the time. How long has it been now? Um, it's been six weeks that I've been using only FedEx. I can't remember. Anyway, in all that time, there's been one delay to a customer. There was a customer in California that for some weird reason had a delay. Fish still made it okay and everything. And the next shipment I sent that person did not have a delay. So it seems like it was a fluke. Um, so everything's going really well. Um, yeah, no complaints. In fact, this time of year, it's a lot easier to ship fish than it is in the cold of the winter in the true hot heat of August. So if you want to buy fish online, this is the weather to do it in. <clears throat> Soggy pits. <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> Soggy pits. That is the best name ever. That is hilarious. <laughs> it's right up there with swamp butt. Do you have any suggestions for breeding Florida fag Flagfish. I'm so sorry. Do you, have, do you have any suggestions for breeding Florida flagfish? I don't know how the L slipped on me. Uh, sorry about that. Totally unintentional, not Freudian, I swear. I'm a theater guy. Um, so yeah, hard water um, and lots of plants in the water and um, maybe low 80s, 82 degrees or so. Now you can do it lots of ways. The way I like to do it is a bear aquarium with a um, sponge filter and a spawning mop. Tends to they tend to spawn best in sinking spawning mops, so don't have a cork or anything. And if you feed them well, in my experience, I was what was it getting? I don't know, five hundred eggs a week or so. But I had a big group. I probably had twelve females and twelve males. But that's all it took. The eggs are super hardy. They don't fungus easily. Um, they hatch really easily. They don't have the problems that a lot of killifish have. So, yeah, that's my suggestion on Florida flagfish. Jeffrey Cunningham, Rio Otapa, thank you. Zephophorus helleri, Rio Otapa is the location. I have all this written down, but I don't have it in memory. Thanks, Jeffrey. I appreciate that. Real stinks. Did see that I have bred discus and have 100 babies driving the pair crazy. Awesome! Real stinks was able to breed some discus and has a whole bunch of babies. That's awesome, real. I'm so glad to hear that. I hope they do well for you. I know discus are something you've been trying for a while, so I hope it goes good. And no, I didn't see. I am so out of touch right now. I, I honestly haven't had any time to catch up with with what's going on with y'all. So I apologize about that, but yeah. Let's see. Bonnie W, any chance you will be, you will ever be able to get wild or close to it? Um, Pocelia, the, oh, Sailfin Molly's, uh, Latapina? At the very least, ones with no crossbreeding with other, I could, they are available. I would refer you to First Coast Tropical F Fish, Chris Butcher. See if he has any right now. Um, he's in Florida, and I think he can get wild ones. I, if I believe right, he's collected them before. Let's see here. I'm not sure how active he is on Get Gills right now, but let's see if we get lucky. Um, 
first coast. I find him. Oh, he doesn't have anything up right now. Shoot. I don't know then uh, who has any. But it's not something I, I typically avoid mollies. They like super hard water and I have really soft water. They like it really hot. Well, okay. They don't always need it really hot. Some some can take it quite cool actually, but they, they're more robust when they're warmer. Um, so they're not something I'll, I'll be bringing in. So I'm sorry, I, I don't know a good source except for First Coast Tropical Fish. Um, and he doesn't have any listed right now. I'm not sure he has any at all, but I've seen him from time to time have sailfin mollies that I think he's collected from the wild. I wonder if Jonah's Aquarium or Saks Aquaculture. Maybe check Jonah's Aquarium or Saks Aquaculture as well. Discus World, do you have any Vieja cichlids coming soon? I don't. Vieja get too big for me, so I just don't bring them in. Beastart, best breeding setup for rice fish. Bear tank, sponge filter, and a mop. Don't give them anywhere to lay their eggs except for the mop. Now, they will lay some on the sponge filter. In fact, <laughs> for those that have ordered the Java rice fish that I have, um, I moved the few I have left to another tank just because I needed that tank for another species and there were only like 20 left. So I, I moved them in with some guppies. And yesterday I was feeding, what did I put in there? The Corydoras rabaudi. And I noticed a bunch of fry at the top, a bunch of baby rice fish. And there was nothing in there except for a sponge filter. So they laid their eggs in the sponge filter. But um, yeah, just a bear tank, sponge filter, because you got to have something. And a floating mop that goes all the way to the bottom and, and just doesn't touch the bottom, maybe is an inch or half an inch off the bottom. If the mop touches the bottom, you get all kinds of detritus and stuff collecting under it. So just give it a little room underneath. Um, and generally, that thing will be full of eggs if your fish are healthy. They, they're not hard to breed. They're not hard to raise. They can eat baby brine shrimp right away. They, uh, they're hardy fish, in my experience. And pretty darn prolific. You know, you'd think a small fish that isn't really fat, they're kind of this slender kind of shaped fish, rice fish in general. It's always amazing to me when the females have that cluster of grapes hanging from their vent because I'm like, how did all those fit in you? You're so skinny, right? But they, they're prolific. Karen K, do guppies need to be kept with salt in the tank? I don't think they need to be kept with salt in the tank, but it really helps when they first land. So it helps transition them for sure. So if you get new guppies, I would definitely put salt in the tank. It helps a lot. Or if you have guppies that are having a disease or going through any kind of problem, salt's very helpful. Five grams per liter. Weigh it out so you know how many cups that is for however many gallons you have. Once you know that, then you can just kind of scoop it. Um, but you know, de depends on the granularity of the salt you use as to how much you'll need. Table salt versus rock salt and all that stuff. But yes, it's super helpful. But once the guppies are settled down and all that, you can gradually wean them off the salt. Be aware, if you have salt in your tanks, it's going to kill your plants. So I wouldn't do that in a planted tank. Moonstone, too late tonight, but one day 
Let's make Dan's fish explain osmotic regulation in detail, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yep. I feel like I've done that about 30, 40 times. I don't mind doing it, honestly. It's a topic that I think is important and I find fascinating, but I, I fear every time I do it, I'm like, ooh, half the people are going to leave because they've all heard it before. 234 people are watching. That's amazing. Thanks for being here, everybody. Tell your friends. <laughs> but really, that's awesome. Thanks for being here. 235 now. Good. Good. Oh, at least I didn't drive everyone away with my little mispronunciation. Sorry about that again. Honestly, didn't mean to do it. Uh, sorry. Uh, just want to forget that and move on. Lefty 3213A, how are the female bettas going? Doing fine. Just got to find the time to list them. Rockford Fishkeeping, I have the Bimaculatus. A 10 and a 20 gallon long quarantine tank, and they're even fine with the pair of babies they're now in with those manganos. Oh, okay, the jewel cichlids, you have bimaculatus, cool. And it sounds like your experience is different than mine. It sounds like yours are doing fine together in a tank. In my experience, they'll pair off and then, then I've got a problem. But I'm glad it's working for you. Um, Again, so one day, this thing will be up and running and doing really well, and there'll be enough employees taking care of all the stuff, and everyone will be is super passionate about it and doing good, and it'll be able to take a little time and set up a breeding rack and make, make a bunch of videos on how to breed specific fish. And when that happens, jewel cichlids are a fish I'd love to do, just because I love them. I think they're amazing. Um, but I'm still weary of... Uh, doing them in the in, in my system right now with how I have to run it for the business. But I, it's good to know that that can happen, that that's working for you. And I don't doubt that it is. Moonstone Aquatics, pretty sure it has to do with the osmosis and skin, but Dan's Fish refresh us. Moonstone, Moonstone, I think you're just punking me. If you really, if someone really wants that explanation, let me know. Or just watch last week's live stream or the week before or the week before. I've gone over that a lot, but I think I'm being punked, which is hilarious. Valerie Hollander, Hollander probably. What's the best place, piece of advice you would give someone just starting to try to sell fish? Oh, good question. Um, I think it's to be customer centric. So try to look at things from the point of view of the customer. If you do that, then that'll help guide you in the right direction. So what kind of fish does a customer want to get? What kind of shape do they want those fish to be in when they get them? What kind of shape do they want the fish to be in three months after they get them from you? What can you do to make all that the best for the customer? Um, how do you feel when you order and no one communicates with you and you don't know when something's going to arrive and all that? That's a horrible experience for a customer. So customers want and need the information so they can be comfortable with the order, especially when it's something alive that's being mailed, right? So I would say do that. Be the customer. When you order online, what makes you happy? And what do you hate? And let that guide how you set things up and how you interact with the customers and how you prep your 
product in quotes because you know fish are living things that deserve respect they're not wrenches that you're selling at a hardware store they're living things but still it's a customer so what kind of experience do you want and what kind of product quotes do you want to uh receive and and provide that be that person i i see so many over the years i've seen so many times when customers have been treated as the enemy like <laughs> I, I i don't know why it makes no sense to me um but customers are almost treated in an adversarial kind of way like oh they're bothering me i don't have time for this question why don't they just be happy with what they got and why why did are they mad that it died and all that stuff right and that makes no sense um i'm always thrilled when i hear from customers yes i'm very busy but it never makes me angry and it never bothers me because that's what i want the worst thing in the world is to have a store and be selling online and no one's contacting you and then you're not making any sales and you have no momentum and you're just banging your head against the wall in the dark all alone, right? So it always amazes me when people are annoyed by customers' uh, questions or emails or complaints. Take all that information and try to make it better for your customers. So that's my biggest piece of advice. Um, I'm assuming when I say that, that you know how to keep fish healthy, you know how to send fish, uh, you know how to ship fish and, and do that successfully, but just customer centric. So yeah, hope that's helpful. But anything you can do to make the customer's experience better can't hurt your business. I mean, this is what made Zappos the massive successful company that it came to be. And this is why people liked to shop there versus when you have to call up, I don't know, your cable provider or lots of other places you do business with and try to get through their customer service. And it's just like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have the energy for this aggravation, right? It's, 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 it's totally a different thing. Be the place people are happy. If they have an issue, they aren't worried about calling you or emailing you in this case, if it's online, right? Yeah. Dragon layer, better start a GoFundMe, Bob. It's what I'll have to do to get to go to Cuba. Ah, yeah. Nocturnal Chorus, good to see you. Gary Duncan, I have two angels that paired and laid eggs and then ate them. Yeah, it happens. Now the female chases the male away and even flies across the tank to attack him. Will they ever get along again? Probably. If it just happened, she's probably confused that the babies are gone and blaming him. Like, you ate the kids, right? How dare you? And they're having an argument. In my experience, almost always they'll settle down and go back to spawning. That being said, there are plenty of stories out there about a female killing a male and a male killing a female with angelfish pairs. So just keep an eye on it. Um, if you need, you could put a temporary divider in the tank to keep them apart. Um, if you're wondering what to do there, uh, check out Bob Kaler's or Kaler's Aquatics and uh, look what he did for his puffer fish, his dragon puffers. Just quick and easy, this like aluminum um, grill. <laughs> How do you describe it? 
thing <laughs> you could put small stuff in like shrimp and stuff just slid that down and divided the tank that was that was brilliant i think uh, you can also use egg crate and all kinds of things but if, it, if you're worried if someone's actually getting their fins torn up or you're worried there might be carnage divide them till they calm down then take it out and they'll probably be fine they are cichlids and um, the worst can happen dragon layer you are welcome here anytime my nephew knows everywhere to collect and all those things some awesome rare stuff too awesome like one day i'd like to do that i really would moonstone aquatics you don't know so so sorry yes it's a shock Oh, you didn't know so so sorry. Oh, we're talking about Sand Creek Aquatics. Right. Yeah. No. I this is the first I've heard of it. It is my fault. I've just honestly I I haven't checked in on almost anyone. I've been way too crazy busy. Elflower one stars five gallon tank has been established. Awesome. Enjoy your platies. Elflower one stars, I have three male platies, two are Mickey Mouse, and one orange with black. Also, many baby guppies, plenty of plants and fake plants, too. Yeah, three males will be fine, probably. Um, if not, try adding one more. Sometimes you just need a little more volume. I mean, platies aren't cichlids. They aren't vicious. They'll probably be okay. However, if you only have two males in there, they can kind of get into it. Andrew W., where do you buy your rapashi? Um... Well, I buy mine directly from the company, rapashi.com, um, I think. Let's see if that's the website. Probably is. Yep. So here it is. Rapashi.com will take you to store.rapashi.com. Um, and you can buy directly from them. You could also, if you want to support Aquarium Co-op or something like that, I believe they're selling Rapashi. Um, and... Let's see if anyone on Get Gills is selling Rapashi. <laughs> I should have started with that, right? Sorry if you're store on Get Gills selling Rapashi and I totally didn't mention it. Nope, I don't see any Rapashi there. So, yeah. All right, 244 likes. This is great. Or, or viewers, I mean. This is great. And Bob calling for more likes. Thanks, Bob, for doing your thing. And I saw Bob. I saw that Bob posted um, a video, an update on the dragon puffers. I've been dying to see it. And I, I haven't even had a chance to do that. So I apologize. I'm out of touch. Let's see here. Uh, chat jumped on me, so I'm sorry. I might have missed your question or comment. If I did, it was not on purpose. It's just the chat totally jumped on me. Hey, Lumpy Dog, good to see you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for all you do. Or people, people, yeah, laughing at me for my slip up. I'm so sorry about that, guys. I did not, I, I never mean to offend anyone like that. Um, Megan Mindy Lou, hi, Dan, long time no see. Hey, you too, good to see you. I think it's been a whole week. <laughs> or has it been longer? Real stinks. So Mega Mindy Lou and Real Stinks are the first comments that I can actually see since chat jumped. So if you um, if I miss your question or comment because it was above that and then it jumped and now I can't see it, then I apologize. Please repost it and I'll try to get it. I've got six more minutes. Real stinks. I thought those fish came from Cali. Which ones? 
Um, some of them did. If you're talking about um, the Lamprologus multifasciatus, came with some Bushinos plecos and with some EBA, some electric blue acara. Yep, Kent sent those to me. Thanks again, Kent. I love your fish. Are you going to get red cauliflower swordtails in again? Kurt, I'm probably not going to import them again because I can only find them from one supplier in China and that supplier has a virus. Um, and so I can't, uh, so I'm definitely not going to buy from there again because it's not a benign, okay, virus. So if you did a test on me right now, you would probably find um, antibodies to eight to 12 viruses. You too, like viruses are just a part of life. We're constantly fighting them off. We, we're constantly having them, right? So it's not, um, it's not like, oh, a fish has a virus, shut the world down. It's not like that. But this particular virus they had, and I forget the name of it, um, it's, it's virulent. It's, uh, it's really nasty. It's not like the common cold, right? It's, it's something really nasty. And so um, once I found out that the place I was getting them from had that in their stock, I just stopped bringing them in because I, I couldn't in good conscience knowingly selfish that had that. Um, it's good money though. I'll tell you that. Um, they're 45 bucks a fish. Um, but I don't, I, I'll just never do that. So I stopped. I collected some fry um, and I'm trying to raise a virus clean batch to see if I can keep them going. But honestly, they don't, I don't really like them. So I don't know how much I'll continue. They're not growing quickly. They're not developing as well as I'd hoped. They're just, they seem to be a big problem. So this whole uh, group that I have in here that I'm raising in the hopes of establishing a good strain, I have to tell you, I'm pretty disappointed with them, honestly. So they're just, their growth rate, that's as big as they are. And they're in a 125 gallon aquarium. Like it's like, this, this is not, this is not acceptable. So unless I find a, them from a different supplier and I can find a good hardy strain, I won't be bringing them in again. But if I find them from a different supplier, then um, I will give it a try. And hopefully they'll be a clean strain and they'll be hardy and all that. But I'm just not real happy with these. Uh, Mega Mindilu headstanders are still doing well, getting big, bigger than I thought they would, but still super happy with them. I'm glad to hear it. Guys, I have some headstanders that are doing fantastic. Like, I still haven't lost any. The batch is rock solid. And it's hard to find that. I know. I've tried several suppliers, but I finally found a supplier that has good ones. I've had them for a couple months, maybe more. They're doing awesome. So if you're looking for spotted headstanders and you've heard that they're impossible to keep and they're really um, delicate and all that stuff, um, that's true, but it's only true on the supplier end because the supplier isn't selling good ones. If you get good ones, they'll be hardy and do pretty well. So um, if you're looking, I've got some that are rock solid. They're awesome fish. If you've never kept a headstander, they're really cool. They're very different from anything else you've ever tried. So... Thanks. I'm glad yours are doing well. Um, and I just love them. I love this batch. Moonstone Aquatics, we slow. Tell it again like a good story. <laughs> Osmosis and all that goodness. 
<laughs> Maybe you'll get it on the 10th time. <laughs> multi tank Addiction, can you please answer Audrey Sampson's question? I can if I'm going to scroll up and see if I can find it. There it is. I have Denison barbs and Rohane barbs in an 80-gallon. I have two that are flashing. Ooh, I did a 50% water change. Water parameters are fine and added salt. Anything else I should do? Yes, I would definitely add a medicine that has formalin and probably malachite green in it. So um, if you have Ikex or if you have um, Mardell Quick Cure, those both work well in my experience. There's all kinds of external parasites that can really bother a fish and over time kill a fish that you'll never see with the naked eye. Ick, yeah, it creates these white lesions that you can see, but there's lots of others that you'll never see. So if you have some fish that are flashing really bad, even if you don't see ick, um, they could have other parasites that you're just not seeing. So I would definitely add some ick X or quick cure or something with the same kind of active ingredients. In my experience, that helps with pretty much everything um, except for velvet. If you have velvet, which looks like, uh, looks like someone took a pepper grinder and ground pepper over the fish, but super fine pepper, like a dust. If you have that, the only thing I've found that works with velvet is copper. Copper is pretty nasty. I wouldn't use it unless you had velvet and a hospital tank, a bear tank with nothing in it, but like an airstone. Um, because using copper in an aquarium, it's established. It's pretty rough on your tank, really rough on your plants, rough on your inverts. But hopefully it's not copper, or sorry, hopefully it's not velvet. In, in my experience, most, um, most external parasites succumb to ickx slash quick cure. All right, we're at 8.30, so that's the last question I'm going to be able to get to. Preston, John, good to see you. I hope those guppies are doing well. I keep wondering how, how that's going for you. I knew that was kind of a, a new venture for you. Um, let's do the giveaway. Sorry to everyone whose question or comment I could not get to. We're at 266.68 concurrent viewers. Is this a record? This is pretty darn close. Yeah, thanks for being here, everyone. I really appreciate it. Uh, and for being here for Just One More Fish, who's, I'll just say it one more time for everyone that missed it before. Just One More Fish is providing the fish for tonight's giveaway. They have a store on getgills.com. And tonight's giveaway is some uh, purple Moscow guppies and shrimp provided by Josh at Just One More Fish. So thanks again, Josh. Let's do said giveaway. 175 eligible users. Cool. So the winner is Sandy. Sandy. Docty or Doty, um, you are the winner. So you've got a minute to chime in and say that you're here. And then, uh, yeah, you'll be the one. Let's see. Come on, Sandy. Come on. So, Sandy, if you are here, and uh, then please send an email, dan at dansfish.com. By midnight tonight would be great. By noon tomorrow is the cutoff. Um, with your first and last name saying, I'm the winner. I'll connect you with Josh. And, um, and yeah, then you can, uh, <laughs> get your fish. There he is. No way. Really? Yes, really. Sandy, you have one. Sorry. I was distracted by the chat. Someone was like, please come support my channel. Yeah. It's, it's a little spammy when you do that. 
So, Sandy, congrats. You are the winner for real and for true. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks to everyone who threw down a super chat. Let me see real quick. I want to make sure I didn't miss anyone. I always feel super bad when people throw money at me and I don't even say thank you. Okay, I think I got them all. Um, thanks to my mods. As always, love you guys a ton. Hope you're doing well. Um, thanks to everyone who asked a question and left a comment and made this lively. All you lurkers, much respect. Everyone watching on the replay. Too bad you couldn't be here live, but thanks for joining up. Better late than never. And um, let's see here. Punchy Paints, are you going next? I'm going to assume so. The Punchy Paints is going next. Next week, I will be um, doing a little collab. We'll be on Petsotics channel on Tuesday. Uh, Petsotics will have a live stream next Tuesday, and I'll be joining him. So, Diego, I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you then. Also, we do this every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. That is 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, and 8 everywhere else in between. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Until next time, bye.